0: So if they end up trading Derek Carr, Devontae Adams might very well look at that situation and be like, yeah, I don't want to be here. I don't want to sit here and play with a new quarterback. The whole reason I came to Las Vegas, in addition to playing for my childhood team, is playing with my college quarterback and one of my best friends in the world. And there's an opportunity he could go out there. And obviously I went out there and I make some tweets and Packer fans, oh, Packer fans, oh, super defensive. What do you mean? He doesn't, listen, whether he likes it, you you don't know the man, so don't don't act like oh he loves it. No, no, no. You don't you don't know. Do you know him? Are you his best friend? Do you know? So here's the thing, I I know it's a long shot that the Bears would end up with Devonte Adams, but listen, what what else are we doing this time of year? We don't have playoffs to look forward to. We don't have you know all we do. This is listen. If you're if you're upset about this, oh strap in for the next three months. Because this is what Bears fans, what we're going to be talking about: what what Hall of Fame wide receiver we're trading for, how many draft picks we're getting for our spot, all this stuff, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for it. But we do have a game, two games actually, to look forward to. We have a great guest also. So you know what, Sammy? Let's just go ahead and start the show.
1: Turn up your volume, up your volume. because you're about to listen to the Sick Podcast. Sick. With Adam Ray. Trying to cut it back. Justin Fields making magic happen. There goes Fields. Touchdown. The sickest Chicago Bears and Fantasy Football podcast. Brought to you by Underdog Fantasy and Air Pura. Sports entertainment, like no other, it's going to be sick. Sick, sick.
0: Welcome to the sick podcast. Happy holidays to everybody out there. Missed you on Tuesday night, but wanted to get everybody an opportunity just to take a moment to reflect, to spend some time with the family. But you know what? Because there is such a huge game looming and really it's all about our guest. I just wanted another excuse to have on our guest for today. Now, you know her from the NFL network. She is an analytics expert. She is one of the sharpest minds in all of sports. She's a very good friend of mine. She's making a return to the show. And I believe she's bringing a special guest. So please welcome to the show, Cynthia Freeland. Oh, there is the guest. There's Gordy. Gordy. Gordy could, hey. could not be less impressed with me. He is just <laughs> sitting there and he's yawning. It's like, oh, this guy again.
2: No, he's very stressed out. He's very stressed out today because we have to do some cleaning and the vacuum scared him.
0: Oh, no. Poor Gordy. I mean, he's We're- got all
2: this fur. What are we going to...
0: Various. <laughs> what a nice dog. And I know uh, during the season, yeah, he's a recent, actually, he was here the first time that you joined the show. He was laying on the floor. So now he's a little bit more animated. At some point, we're going to have him doing tricks. And, you know, you know this though, Cynthia, we're both in television. We, we should not be performing with animals. We can't no. upstage the animals or the children, they say.
2: Right. No babies, no animals. I mean, I don't have any babies, but you know, animal, I got my animal. He's, he's definitely, he is a big baby though.
0: Yeah. He's a beautiful dog. And my my kids are at the zoo, so they're not going to be running in. So otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, we would have been up. We could have just left.
1: We could have just left, just, left, 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 left.
0: left and done whatever. Uh, and I'll, by the way, and I got I, I think we should we'll, we'll start. We're gonna talk about the Lions, we're gonna talk about the Bears. And if you get upset, I know somebody will leave this in the comments below. You just sit there and talk for fun. Yeah, that's what what this is. It's kind of a talk show. We're gonna address the game, we're gonna talk football, but a couple of things that we need to address, uh, because I was talking about you know, sideshows, things that go on. Now, obviously we're on the NFL network just two days a week, which is criminal. criminal. It, is, it is criminal. It should be more. I don't know why they're not tapping into this resource, but whatever I do. And Sammy, I don't know if we have this tweet because I want to bring this up. If we do have it, it's like Juan Zamora, what's wrong with Cynthia Freeland? She laughs at anything Adam Rank says. And obviously. That
2: really funny. Like, I don't think you understand. Like, you think he's funny, like watching this podcast or listening to this podcast or watching us on TV, like this stuff that happens at break, like I, I die. Like I can't even breathe half the show. It's ridiculous. It's so funny.
0: I do. And I do have a knack of knowing the timing. And when I, when we hear the thing like, okay, 15 seconds, that's when I launch into something.
2: Correct. That's yeah, exactly this,
0: when you watch into something. And I, I time it. So the punchline hits right at three seconds and then, okay, we're back everybody. And then I you gotta understand. go, but I saw that tweet and obviously I was searching my own name. Uh, I saw the tweet and I, I, it's always weird to me too because like I initially, I will like things too quickly because you're like, oh, it's nice. He took time to, to tweet at us, so to speak. And then you're like, wait, that was kind of insulting. Like, oh, he's insulting me because the insinuation there is like, this guy is not funny. Why are you laughing? Uh, he's a clown, what's wrong? And then he's like, then he's accusatory towards you, which I don't, which you know I don't like at all.
2: I mean, I do laugh. The answer, there's actually a simple answer. It's because you're funny. Like, oh. what's wrong with me? Nothing. I'm just laughing at something that are funny. Like, sorry you don't like fun. Sorry you don't like things that are funny, sir.
0: Yeah, and we didn't we didn't get through. Like, I was supposed to talk about Romeo Dubs, and then we didn't get through it because there's been a running gag of because like I don't think that Michael Florio understood that CD Lamb's name was C E E D E E. He's like, oh, his name. Another guy whose name is two two initials. You're like, no, bro, it's C-E-E-D-E-E. And then he was talking about emojis, and he's like, oh, it's three letters. And I was like, well, yeah, because like the lamb could be a U, like the word U E W E, like U. And like there was a whole discussion. Things get out of hand, but nothing was more out of hand than we found out that one of your ex boyfriends was getting married. And had he's the married. audacity is He is married. Yes. Had the audacity to ask one of your high school chums. Uh, I sound like Damashek there. Chum. I don't know where that word came. I was thinking about Damashek earlier today, but uh, I love, oh, I love him, I miss him. And so I was thinking, I and I get any, but anyways, one of your friends, he told one of your friends, like, is is Cindy even happy?
2: Is she really happy? Is she, is she
0: really, really happy?
2: happy?
0: Uh can confirm. Yes. She's having a great, she's having a great time killing it. And of course I can't help, but go out there and then let her, let the world know.
2: I mean, and just, if you're going to ask a stupid question, he's ran into her. So they were in Northern Michigan skiing and he ran into her like totally like it wasn't even out like a thing, right? Like he ran <laughs> into her and he was like, so um, is Cindy happy? And she, like, <laughs> really? Ha- and my best friend calls me 15 minutes later, just absolutely dying being like she just asked me if you were happy
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then i i was on the floor when you're telling the story it's so insulting it's so insulting though that's the one thing that's the thing that irks me the most it's like yeah like she's happy like you're all over the nfl network you're on game game Day like you live on the beach you've got an awesome dog like things are going pretty well for you like
2: i think it's funny um you know we we don't really put a ton of our private life on you know, on so I, like, I, first of all, social media is weird, but like, yeah. it's, it's for fun. Like it's for my work and whatever. And he's like, I just don't see her or whatever. I'm like, we stay out of my private life, bro.
0: First, how Like, but you've actually turned it like not to turn a corner. Cause you used to always post your, your recipes and your cooking and stuff like that for Thursday night football. Like, Hey, yep. here's what I'm making. Yep. Yep. Ever since Gordy arrived, we've seen more of you in the outside world. And it's been pretty cool to kind of watch along with that, but it's uh it's hilarious to me. Like, why are you stalking her? You're married, bro.
2: To another girl from my high school. this is my high school. Boyfriend. To another girl from my high school, which is wild, right? Like yeah. it's wild. We're, I'm from a small town. You get it. Yeah.
0: Lower Saskatchewan, the fighting herons. Yep. Or no, that was- the, the fighting walleyes. I blew <laughs>
2: my mom goes, what is with this
0: walleye thing? Because <laughs> it, it was a line from a kid rock song. And so then I just associate everything with Michigan with walleye.
2: Mm-hmm. Lake yep. Erie.
0: Like even though like Three miles of Michigan borders Lake Erie. You're like, yeah, you guys are on the shores of Lake Erie. Like, it's not like California and the Pacific. I equate the same thing. Or but. even
2: like Lake Michigan and Lake Huron. It's You were right, though, because I was like, does it even touch Lake Erie? I was like, it's Superior, nah.
0: Michigan, and Huron. Well, well, here's the thing with you. And this is what I've learned over the last number of years. Even when I'm joking around, if I'm going to say something, I have to be 100% factual because I know that you either know it, or you're gonna check and i i will be called on it like other people like i could tell i could yeah. tell florio anything like i could <laughs> be yeah, like i oh, not believe anything oh god i go terry bradshaw went to notre dame and he'd be like okay he <laughs> wouldn't even question it you know what i'm saying but i could say something that's factually correct and you will <laughs> still doubt it and then you will still go and check it out like the whole thing it's because you're
2: Taylor. like my like the old like you're like my brother you know yeah. like i'm like half the stuff you're saying
0: just to mess with me is it yeah well that uh, just to know i pulled back the curtain a little bit and let you know that uh that that's what i do i'm i'm factually correct usually when i'm usually when i'm teasing by the way now that we're clearing the air i would like to let everybody know that we spend 90 percent of our time indoors and indoor air can be five times dirtier than the air outside an air pura air purifier can remove tobacco smoke odors vocs mold wildfire smoke chemicals and viruses from your breathing air use code six seven and get seven percent off your purchase at www.airpura.com. that's www.airpura.com. 67 is the code we've got one uh the kids they're uh they're on their vacation so they're they're outside of the germ factory known as school so that's good but we still got the air pura air purifier cranking now that we've Entertained everybody with our goings on at work, and listen. I hope that you and I. I hope you know that you enjoy. I. I know that we do. Uh, I hope everybody else enjoys that. A little peek inside. I think that's you know it's fun. We're we're going to sit here. We're going to talk about. We're going to talk about football, and I do want to talk about this game. Uh, I do want to talk about the Detroit Lions. I really think, and this is my this is my truth, that over the next couple of years, we're looking at the two best teams in the NFC North, the teams that. Will be the top of the heap. I think Minnesota, as great as their great great season, they're they're winning a lot of one score games. And if you can look at what's happening to the Raiders this season, that's how quickly things can unravel in the NFL. Well, let me ask you this question, a very pointed question, right off the top. If you're looking at the two teams and the situations that they're in, who is actually who? Which situation would you want to be in, where you have the Bears who have a quarterback who looks like could be one of the top five guys in the NFL? Or the Lions, who have done a great job of building the, building the trenches. Their quarterback's good, but not necessarily like an elite-level quarterback. Which situation do you think is the most preferable right now?
2: I mean, look, there's no more important position in all of sports than the quarterback. And getting that right is so hard. The fact that, I mean, I know you opened your show talking about Derek Carr. The fact that he they like ushered him out of the building because yeah. they were too scared that if he fell down the stairs, like walking to practice, they would owe him money. Like that shows you like just how delicate that position is. And while I appreciate everything Jared Goff has done to bridge the gap. And I really appreciate that Dan Campbell and company didn't like try to overreach for a quarterback in this last draft when not a lot of people believed there was one that would really come out that would really shine. Um, Getting that right is it's just look at the chiefs. You know, yeah. look at the Patriots when they had Tom Brady, like, that's just what you need. So I also think like, look, I'm a little biased because Ryan Poles is a classmate of mine from Boston yeah. College. So I also think he's really smart. And Matt Eberflus, I love his wife. She's wonderful. She yeah. really is like, she is hilarious, but you know happy wife happy life that's a very important thing so you know, ultimately like i think that they're in really good not that i don't like dan campbell i think he's a little nuts but like you know it's it's just different i I think the bears are in really good shape there. secondary is better i'll give you the credit now but it's better than it seems you've got some better pieces there yeah. you need to be able to rush the passer and you yeah. need to figure out the o-line like the o-line is Pretty much a nightmare. I think wide receivers will be easier to achieve. We've seen, there's this weird bubble going on from college coming out because of NIL keeping scale positions like wide receivers in college a bit longer. Maybe now it'll start to get itself out now that we're like two years into NIL and the kids, you know, they realize they they make more money in college than they do playing professional while. Um, but that's an easier one to to see, right? Like you can't see if a left tackle is good as easily as if you can see if a wide receiver is good. So I, in my estimation, like the Lions are really far off. Like watching that Carolina game and seeing how many rushing yards they gave up was just infuriating. Shocking. Not shocking. I mean, I'm a Lions fan. It's, it's not shocking. Just infuriating.
0: Not. Well, it was funny because on all the fantasy shows, you know, everybody was running around being like, Hey, over the last month, you know, the lions have shut down. And then of course me, cause I, I cannot give the lions any credit unless I really have to, but I'm like, who are they playing against? And they played against some decent running backs. You're like, okay, well this is a little bit and Deontay Foreman, you know, but I, the funny enough, the funniest story about this is uh, in one of my semifinal championships, I had, I'm like, well, I have no choice but to go with Deontay Foreman. Like yeah. I, I would love it. I understand no the math. There's a I go, hundred
2: million yards for you.
0: I go, uh, I go, no disrespect to everybody here on the NFL. It wasn't you. It was the Friday show with the Fantasy Live guys. I'm like, but I got to play them. Like, that's, it's easy for us to sit here and be like, don't start this guy. Like, ah, like with Tyreek Hill this week, you're like, ah, like a tough mat. Like, okay, listen, I wrote the book. I wrote the book on Bill Belichick takes away your best guy. Don't, don't come at me on that one, but it's like you're still playing. Don't go pick up Donovan Peoples Jones to start over Tyreek Hill. We're Look not at doing Tyreek
2: that. Hill's results against Bill Belichick. Oh, like over 90 yards per game. He really kills them. on the best option. I mean,
0: yeah. I, I think
2: that's funny. I think it's funny to think like every other coach is like, you know what? I'm going to give you your best option. I'm just going to shut down your number two well, or
0: three guy. Well, that, you know what? But, but in some sense, there is a little bit of that where you're like, we know that Tyreek Hill's getting 90. But as long as Mike is sicky and Jalen Waddle are held under wraps and they can't run the football, then like, okay, then we'll live with that. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Like teams like Bill Belichick's the only one who thought of that. Like, wait a minute, we need to stop George Kittle. What the no. hell? I have no idea. No. Like, oh, what, like if there's somebody in Hallis Hall who just spit their coffee, like we need to stop Aaron Rodgers. Like nobody's <laughs> ever thought of that. Well, sorry to now that Ted Phillips is retiring. <laughs> uh we got a, what oh now we'll think now. this is not by the way we're not don't don't stop the comments we're not we're not doing that. Uh I love the Hallis family. I love
2: uh it nothing to do with them. it's it's know. Just, it, like, I know i
0: just I forget that every time I say something like that, it spurs like Virginia McCassy, then or
2: whatever. Like whatever. whoever you want to, doesn't matter,
1: right? We like, love
0: her. No, 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 we're a huge fans. But I will say this: the Lions, though, they have a lot of picks in the top 50. They did a great job. I mean, they got picks in the Matthew Stafford thing. So if they want to, do you think, though, when you when you watched it last week and you were talking about that with Carolina, because they have these picks that conceivably they could move into the top five potentially, not necessarily with the Bears, but there's a couple like Seattle might want to be like, Seattle might be locked into Geno and might be like, we just want to build our defense. What position do you think the Lions – What's the best route for them? Would it be to trade up for a quarterback, one of these quarterbacks coming out, or perhaps once again, going back and just building the depth on both sides of the football?
2: I think it depends on how things shake out. Like, for example, like if, if you're saying like, like look, like remember the Rams pick, wherever these picks end up left, they're all lined up to Uh, like a a fake point value right this this like you know a a long time ago Jimmy Johnson came up with this trade chart value and people pretty Mm -hmm. much use it so pick number one is worth x points and two etc so depending on where it nets out like I would like to see them really focus on the defense like cut bait with the guys who aren't really paying off like Jeff Okuda okay they picked you really high doesn't make you good you know like so don't like try to, and I know we went to Ohio State, Justin Fields, blah, blah blah. I get it, but like you know, like like look like, I'm, and I'm not saying it because a Michigan person, Ohio State, I love. <laughs> You're gonna play well as a line. I don't,
0: I don't hey, care. Whatever. What
2: but the point is, is like if they're not gonna play well later, later player, you know, like it's not. So build your defense because you have a good O line. If the quarterback isn't there, and don't overreach because the Rams. I understand they just won the Super Bowl, but look at them now, nightmare. They're paying everyone way too much money for these positions. And once those like top guys get hurt, they got nothing in terms of depth. So build out your roster so that you have like, you know, 35 guys that are really like going to contribute for you. And then kind of keep going from there. I, I don't think you need to reach for a quarterback. I also think, if you have this situation with a good old line, like look at Dak Prescott, he wasn't a first round pick. Like I'm not suggesting that there's a Dak Prescott available in this draft, but remember we all have this fake, like quarterbacks get elevated this weird fake way come draft season. So maybe someone will fall to like second round. That could be a good, like throw some, throw some, like just try, but, but yeah. don't overreach. I I'm not into overreaching. I know I told you that, like, Quarterbacks, the most important position, but the Lions have 99 problems. Not, or they've got 52 problems, right? Like I I'm giving Amon Ross, St. Brown, the not problems. Yeah, he's is, Not a, not the problem. Not. But the problem.
0: Is, and I thought last year they did it. I thought NFL teams did a nice job. I thought the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think they made a mistake with going with Kenny Pickett. I know that people like him and they think he's fine. I still believe if they had gone in another direction, I Mitch is bad because Mitch hasn't been playing well. So this kind of nukes my point right there, but you well, know, but
2: I think part of theirs was to sell tickets. Cause think yeah. about it. They're already in a rebuild mode. No big bend. I think they're like, get this local kid, you know, Pittsburgh people are like Midwesterners, even though it's not the Midwest, but like
0: basically West Virginia.
2: Right. They want the local kid, you know, like people, they'll, the, the Steelers fans are like, we want our dude, you know? So sometimes you just got to sell tickets and give it a try and see what happens.
0: It's true. And the late, great Franco Harris read the card. So he didn't even read the pick yet. He just read it and he starts cheering. And you're like, well, they are going Kenny Pickett. Cause there's only nope. one guy that would have elicited that kind of response from Franco Harris. So, and, but you look at like Desmond Ritter fell in the draft and he's been playing. Okay. I think that he's shown a little bit of promise with the Atlanta Falcons. Malik Willis, probably a bit away, but still got a little bit of we an didn't opportunity.
2: Think he was polished coming out. We weren't yeah. like, he's ready.
0: Yeah, if he would have stayed at Auburn. I, I was kind of more bullish on him because he was an SEC recruit. I'm like, he's better than you think. Like, it's not like he's coming from Liberty because nobody recruited him. He went there as a bounce back. But he still needs a little bit of time. And, it, you know, also, like, look at the Titans receiving core. Like, there's there's something to be. Yeah, like, they're
2: line. I mean, yeah. they're all hurt. But it's good, but he didn't play. Like,
0: yeah. Bears fans know, know about that. We understand. We understand your receivers and your lines hurt, we we get it. But our guy still goes out there and makes plays, which makes me so excited about the future. Well, that is, but that is the thing. Like, I I will ask you this, and I know that you, as somebody who's a classmate of Ryan Bulls, I know you don't have any insight, and I know you're not talking to him directly right now. Maybe you are. I don't know. I don't want to put it out there like you're, nope. I, I don't want to compromise you. But I will say this. The Bears end up with the second pick. What do you think is the best course of action for them? Because there is somebody who could draft up for Bryce Young assuming to go number one to Houston, CJ Stroud, Will Levis, the two quarterbacks in there. But that to me, those guys feel like no disrespect to these guys, but it feels a little Zach Wilson, uh Trey Lance type of thing. Like I don't I think that people are now scared of that, to where we might not get the hall that we think it is, would the Bears just be better off? And I know we burned a second-round pick on Chase Claypool. I don't think that – still, I, I'm, I'll am i defend that move to this day. It's a good move. But I still think that, you know what? Like, if you can't stay in the top five, if it's not the team behind you, draft moving up, if the team that's number four, if you want to drop from two to four or two to three like the 49ers did when they drafted Mitch Trubisky, I think you stay and take the, the transcendent player on defense. What would be your approach?
2: again, you got to see how it shakes out. Yes. If there are two and everyone's available, I I have been looking at this class. I'm trying to figure out to me, there's not, okay. Quarterback to put that aside, but I'm I'm sitting here being like, who's like the transcendent pass rusher. Like this class doesn't feel like last class with pass rushers, right? Mm -hmm. Like last class was like all the pass rusher central. So I I'm, I'm not opposed to thinking about, like, if I'm making their draft board right now, I'm Mm -hmm. saying, okay, these are the guys we're going to focus on evaluating if we keep two. If not, let's try to trade down into like, like get a whole bunch of like, like you can get 20, like two in the twenties for something like that. Right. depends on who's picking where, but you know, trading down isn't necessarily, I, I kind of am an advocate of it, especially if it's a not prime position. Like for example, since you don't have Roquan Smith anymore, nobody likes off ball linebackers for whatever reason people think that's not a good th- hell. Oh, people are running the football again and tight ends are catching more passes than ever. So yeah. it's not a bad thing to have an off ball linebacker, right? Like if that's what's there, like take what the, like, take what, take what the defense gives you, take what the draft gives you and be flexible with that so that you get like you have, I mean, they're going to have a great plan, but I don't think you need to take the transcendent wide receiver if that's there. I don't, right. think, I don't think there is one there, at least maybe, but I don't know if I think year one. Remember, there's no like Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, where they have all this history together. That's just not there, right? Like Justin Fields receivers are catching passes for other teams. Like yeah. they just are. So I, I think, you know, I, I, that's not a good answer, but I think as it shakes out, I would be focused on trying to, you don't need a quarterback. Take, yeah. I, put it out there that you're going to pick at too. Like don't ever tell, like tell Ryan Posey, I'm not moving out. You have to give me everything in the world to move out. You want to jump ahead of number three? You got to move, like, great, get a big haul for it. But at the end of the day, trade down.
0: Yeah, Yeah. we're taking, yeah, let everybody know you're taking Will Anderson or the other guy and make teams jump up. I know that people, they also fall in love with these defensive players and they're great. But I mean, you look at some of the guys who historically in the first round, like that, just because you're drafted in the top 10 doesn't necessarily mean, that you're going to be an automatic pick. Uh, Leonard Floyd, our, one of our own guys, was a top ten pick. Did not work out. Kevin White, top ten pick at wide receiver, did not work out. I think that How it's up. To-
2: did Kevin White even play? Like I feel it was really like <laughs> and injured again. Listen, I'm a Lions fan. I know. I was going is- to say, wait,
0: this is a little aggressive for you coming in. Like I, I thought we were having a friendly conversation, being very I- glowing to each other's teams, and now you got to come in with like, all right, well, what about all? What about Mike White for the Lions? No, I'm just teasing. But, no,
2: let's be clear. Lions quarterback or Lions wide receivers for a while, like just would like, they're like before people had different views on weed. All they would do was like smoke weed and be like, I don't want to be in Detroit, bro. Not yeah. happening. It.
0: No, cool. way <laughs> too cold. But now it's become like the a walleye.
2: Cold. I refuse to be anywhere uh, near the walleye. <laughs> they,
0: they take them out to the steak and shake in, uh, in Pontiac and they get the Pontiac. walleye sandwich and all of a sudden oh, I can't I can't play here. It's a, it's a, it's a thing. I, yeah, I, I really love it. And I, and, and again, this is going to be something that we're going to be able to just really dissect over the entirety of the off season. But I, I still, I, it depends on how great Will Anderson's tape is. I, I really want to go back and, and study And I'll be honest with you. I don't get a chance to, to watch a lot of college football during the, the, the season anymore. Not like I used to. So I want to go back and watch because there is something to be said, like, when you see a Nick Bosa type player come in and you're like, okay, that's, that's a game changer on defense. But at the same time, San Francisco did have a great defense overall. And if you look at the history of Matt Eberflus, it's like, well, they didn't have a lot of first round picks. Uh, Darius or Shaq Leonard, excuse me. Finally, first time all season, week 17 finally happened. Shaq Leonard was a guy who was a second round pick. So, jack sanborn's come in and played well like i i'm pretty confident that ryan poles knows what he's doing i again i know that you're his his buddy you're his classmate but i feel like and i i don't know why i have to have these conversations with people but i'm like he did a great job because i feel like both of the defensive backs that he drafted kyler gordon's been playing very well over the last couple of weeks brisker is who he is we've seen braxton jones look to be developing into a, a a solid offensive lineman, Jack Sanborn. What do you think about your buddy? Your buddy. I don't I, mean to phrase it like that, but no, what do you think, think about that?
2: Like, look, I think when I'm looking at the best situations are always when the coach and the GM can be in, like operate in lockstep. And that's what yeah. I've seen happen. Because some of the moves in the beginning are like, go get an old lineman, blah, blah, blah. They couldn't figure out like, And then I think about, you know, Tevin Jenkins. I think about like, like, and at first people hated him and then loved, it seemed like they figured it out and now they like him. It. Like, it's like, yeah. it's a good thing where you're trying to develop your people. You always want to have as many of your home, like it, it. the math bears out that the more homegrown people you have, the better off you are. Now it is impossible to have all homegrown people. That just doesn't work like that. You can't pay them all like that. Even if you yeah. hit on every single draft pick. So the blend of this season is when I think you're really going to be able to see, how the free agent plus draft pick together situation works out. Because last year coming in, you have to untangle from the regime ahead of you and you can't really judge someone on, I mean, like some people walk into great situations and some people walk into tangly situations. And I think that walked into a tangly situation and, you know, untangling from the, the way that the contracts were structured and how it was all like, you got to modernize the process, and I think, even though we don't know it from the outside, I know a little bit of what I can see or how the structure of the contracts have been working and what's going on with trades and what decisions they made. They're untangling in a way that modernizes, because you can't operate like old school, like you know the old way of doing things, where your not your deals look like they did in the 90s it can't look like that anymore you have a problem with that if that happens so they're they're doing a good and again that's not a very sexy topic but it's really important to be able to get these players who now have completely different values and look at things in different ways they're all looking at like the Patrick Mahomes contracts or the you know the Josh Allen contracts which have these weird incentive things that are totally different but they help the team cuz then you can still surround each other with the right sorts of players and you can go get your Devonte Adams if you want to or a guy that's a big number and you keep rest- like what was the there's like a weird like like benchmark bonus whatever the weird word is they use yeah. but trying to do things in more modern ways to reflect how players are wanting to come to teams.
0: Yeah. And I will let you know by the way uh, the Bears have lost eight consecutive games. This is the sexiest topic we could be talking about. This is what we love. Oh, this is this is what we're diving into right now. This is what's given us hope. And I've said this all along. And I will repeat it here for you. And I probably even told you the last time you we were here. The greatest thing that Ryan poles has done is number one brought in Ian Cunningham as his assistant GM. I still like Ted Phillips, but I understand that his his best his best use was on the other side of the business. You know, there's a reason why this team could potentially be moving to Arlington Heights. And why it's probably going to work out? It's because of some of the work that the Hallis family and the McCas- the McCaskies Hallis, and-, and Ted Phillips have done behind the scenes, being realizing like this is a family-run organization. Being like, we do need a stadium. We get it. We need to own our stadium. We need to own the land. That's a that's a that's that's paramount. Being a competitive football team. And and again, I always make this joke: Ryan Pace died, so Ryan Poles could 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 live. You know, a lot of, like, Ryan Pace wanted to do a lot of these things that's happening right now, which is, like, and I know, like, he's going to be somebody that we look at. Well, honestly, like, we'll look back on him in 10 years when Justin Fields is killing it and be like, okay, all is forgiven. Like, ah, you made some bad moves. Like, we get it. You missed out on Patrick Mahomes. We got Justin. It's going to be fine. And those are the kind of things. And it feels like listening to Justin in the press conferences, like, it feels like with Josh Allen and with Patrick Mahomes, like, and again, this is putting the cart well before the horse is like, oh, he's going to be that guy who does whatever he can to make this team around him better. Whether that's taking a little bit of money later, the incentives, like all that, all the stuff that goes on that a lot. When you look at the, the Chiefs and the Bills, you're like, why are these teams good every year? Because their quarterback not only is good, but is a good teammate, kind of like Tom Brady. Justin seems like that dude. Am I missing that? Do I got that right?
2: No, I have a little insight on Justin as um oh, yeah. I got a chance to uh with that he's an athlete represented by Athletes First so I got a chance to hang out with him a little bit more um just from the Athletes First down in Southern California. So, he's a he's a really like a really good I say kid. I feel very old saying that, but he's a very yeah. good person, a very good kid. Like you you want if your kid was came home and was like, "I want to be Justin Fields when I grow up." And you're like, "Yep."
1: Yeah. in
2: Like good dude, very um like not showy, not like me, 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 like, not like, he's actually like, to me, I I know that I am a Lions fan, but I feel very much like a Chicago. And I mean, obviously spent a lot of time there. I lived there forever. And he's very Chicago. Like Mm -hmm. he's blue collar, despite being a a stud, like a total. Like he's, he's got that humility. That's like, you, you just love it. You know, like he's very like, you know, I don't know the right word. Like, like Chicago people are just like, good, yeah. you know, like just good.
0: <laughs> like nice. Like I would people ask me who have never been to Chicago. They're like, what's it like? I go, it's like if, uh, if New York had a bunch of polite people, that's what it's I, like.
2: I think the thing that I think more is like they're Chicagoans are thoughtful. Like it's, you know, it's freezing cold and, yeah whatever and they'll like you know make sure to hold the door open for you and and be like get in here like they'll like almost yell at you like hurry up it is freezing out there! like that kind of thing and do you feel like you're like your your aunt who's gonna pinch your cheeks you know like you yeah. feel like, like warm like a it's not warm but it feels like a warm place
0: no it's true and it, it's funny because it was always the thing that my parents you know not regretted but like moving to california because of the weather when my dad got out of the navy is like they he, he always missed like he's like when you you were like the people in chicago were it was different and of course we lived in this <clears throat> excuse me we lived in the suburbs but he's like yeah it was a different like it was a different feel that it's hard to explain if you haven't grown up with it and i've spent too much time out here which is why i'm more jaded uh than everybody by else. the
2: way oh quick chicago thing so i i lived in river north and this is before mm. river north was like nice river north this is like
0: look, right. look um. gritty
2: They're gonna make a casino out of the Tribune Building.
0: Yes, a casino in downtown Chicago, River North, and it's where was it? The it was the Tribune. Yeah, it's it's a bummer. I think across
2: the river from it, and you would have loved this. All of my guy friends tried to throw a tennis ball across the river to hit the Tribune Building because they all thought they could do it. It's some weird optical. It's really far. You you can't can't do it. You got to go go over the river, right? there's probably like in the river down in I guess it would be in St. Louis, right? Because that's where it yeah. flows. It it would be in St. Louis. There's probably like 35 tennis balls, all for my friends be like, I can hit it. I could do it. You can't. Uh, that
0: that sounds like such a yeah a guy move. Like thinking that they could do that. I always, as somebody who grew up wanting to write in newspapers and magazines and stuff like that, I always I always get bummed out when the when the old buildings, like the I LA Herald Examiner,
2: building too. Like
0: there's a there's a building in Los Angeles, the old LA Herald Examiner building, which has been refurbished. It's not a casino, thankfully. But that is the weirdest thing. Like, if you're ever in New Orleans, like there's a herit, like you're walking around Bourbon Street or whatever, and then you're like, Oh, we could just walk to a casino right now, not during Super Bowl, which they reminded you every day. Don't do this. Not although, it. although one of our one of our <laughs> colleagues or former colleagues hosted a party there. I'm like, how does he get away? I'm like, whatever. I guess if you're a former I had to. Go to or-
2: I, did, um, I did something for Amazon in Vegas, remember when I missed that yes. show? And they were like, do not even, you have to, like, because it was the Amazon who pays for a lot of our stuff, right? Like they're our yeah. sponsor. They were truly like, don't walk anywhere near any of the slots, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, do you oh, think yeah. I want to just at nine in the morning be like, to change like I don't care. Like what, what? They're like, what stay on the carpet, blah, 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 blah. And you're
0: like like you're a child. Also, a- what is
2: what does me pulling a slot machine have to do? Like, how does that change the fidelity of a football game? Like, I know oh, Cynthia played a slot machine, the Lions are gonna win.
0: <laughs> like that's that's what people care about. They're like, Oh, he was playing video poker at the downtown Grand. No, because that because I had the same thing, I, I did a Madden tournament. <laughs> in uh, Neonapolis, And of course the building, J- or the, our hotel was the downtown Grand. They're like, is there a casino there? And I'm like, no. I mean, there was, but no. I, I thought they meant one that was active or lively, which it wasn't. Um, but in any event, yeah, it's always so funny that they do that. What do they go? Oh, now on our trips to Chicago, they'll be like, do not go to the Tribune building to play video poker, because otherwise the integrity of the league will come down. Otherwise- you know, there's a lot of things going on with the league that I think kind of ruined the intake, but whatever. Uh, I'll I'll save my buck and a quarter uh, in any event. And now I've lost my, my train of thought. I will say, though, uh, when we were talking about Justin Fields, he has become one of the most popular players in the NFL. I think a big reason why is because of his production in fantasy football. And I'm here to remind you that underdog fantasy is the easiest way to play fantasy sports. It's simple to get started. Just head to underdogfantasy.com. Or download the app, sign up using the promo code SICK, and Underdog will deposit, will, excuse me, will double your first deposit up to $100. That's right, you go to underdogfantasy.com, download the app, use the promo code SICK, you deposit 100 bucks, Underdog gives you 100 bucks. Now, remember, if you don't, if you just sign up and put in 25 bucks, you get 25 bucks. You're not gonna pull a fast one on us. Somebody asked me like, oh, so if I put in 25, they'll give me 100. Like, no, 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 they match it. <laughs> Up to a hundred bucks. Underdog fantasy, uh, a great way to play fantasy football. By the way, your fantasy season is not over because they've got a lot of contests and a lot of cool stuff going on. So go check it out. Go explore. Go have some fun. You know, we we can't because we're you know. In, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we can't walk through a casino, but oh, we do no reads. Fun. We do reads for for all these things. So, uh, but it's all good. It's all good. So we love Justin. We love the way that he's going. Let me ask you though, because he said this in his in his press conference this week now obviously a lot of bears fans are embracing the tank well they listen they're they're looking long term and like hey if houston wins another game if we lose all our games those three win teams because of houston's tie would mean that houston's number two we would be the number one perhaps houston would trade us the second and the 11th pick for the chance to get back at number one and you know lovey smith uh, is probably not going to return. It's probably like, I don't give a damn about your draft picks. Like, I'm going to keep winning. Keep doing that, Lovey. Oh, this would be the greatest win you've ever delivered to Chicago if you make this happen. But Justin came out this week and talked about how important it was to, to win these games, especially against division opponents. He's now conv- – like, I'm, I've been, like, all season, or, like, the last month, two months. Like, listen, these are human beings who want to win a football game. They want to have fun. Like, they – might not be here next year they want to go out there and win a football game what do you think the mindset is with the with the chicago bears because i i'm i'm now not scared because i would be happy for him but i'm like i think like justin's now got me convinced that he's winning this sunday
2: i i don't think they're tanking unfortunately i mean look yeah. it's fun,
0: fun i'm glad fun. honestly i'm glad they're not
2: i mean i don't think that's the case i think that i do believe that on a macro level there are some questions being resolved by management meaning do you know the with free agency coming up and all of the who are we going to pay and where are we going to focus and how are we so i do think it is a what i'm calling evaluation period meaning the guys who are borderline or maybe not someone they want to continue building the franchise like this is their opportunity in these next two games like make your damn tackle wrap your guy up like do, are you executing the the play that i called right like that kind of thing so I think it's like evaluation season maybe is probably the the better way to determine to it because there's no better way to figure out who you're going to invest your resources in for next season than an actual game speed. When And also a lot of coaches, and I would imagine Eberflus is the same. Like if there, if there's not really a lot to play for, who are you in that moment? Are you the person who's like, man, I'm going to, you know, hands on my hips, like not going to do anything. Or are you guys who's gonna be like, all right, Next play, I'm going to go do what I need. Like, am I getting the job done? Because that stuff matters, and so do special teams. I think people make messes on special teams right now. Ouch, like not happening. So I think it's evaluation season. That's how I would – that's meaning – and I think that what I would say and what I take from Justin's comments are that he wants to help – the guys, because if he doesn't play good, then he's not helping the guys being evaluated. So yeah. his reality is is he needs to understand as the leader of this team that not only does he, it's it's really less about the W's and the L's and more about the like, all right, this is what we were, this is our, you know, this is the, what the game plan was, this is what the play was called that I execute my thing so they can evaluate receiver X or situation Y.
0: That makes sense. And guys like valus Jones, you know, we we talk about all the draft picks who have been playing very well for the Bears, and everybody knows that I immediately took a shine to Bayless Jones. And I would consider, ourselves, yeah, great name. And I would consider ourselves friendly. I still talk. I, I message him like text great. him, And so I've been in contact with him. I'm encouraging him. I want him to go out there and play well, but for players like that, like this is an opportunity, you know, Dante, you know, he hurt his ankle. It's like, go out there. And you know, you look at the next gen stats this week, Bayless was the fastest or the- he was top three and he was posting it on his socials and everything and i'm like dude like listen all
2: listen it's an advertisement if you're not going to make this team it's you got to make another team too so i it's this is a pride thing like i i these these last two weeks especially and on both teams that matter and teams that don't i'm i'm looking to see who's doing the the hip thing because i don't want them on my team if if they're not if they don't give a crap like i understand it's a long season but it's not like your job is long. My, my, you know, my mom was a teacher. They get the summer off, but that crap is long. Like the, you got to do your, you, who are you in those moments? You know?
0: Yeah. I didn't realize Marianne and I were both educators. That's yes. awesome. I, uh, I mean, I just started, but in any event, I, um. what about like Jalen Johnson who is, is not playing. Is that a bad sign that he's not playing or is it a good sign? Like, Oh, we know he's good. Why are we risking him?
2: Honestly, if you're hurt, there's a difference between hurt and injured and don't, look, if you're not injured and you're not, like, if you, if you, if there's my, when I, when I look at this, it's like, all right, there's guys we've already made decisions about. Like, so for example, if the, if the Chiefs were in this position and Mm -hmm. Travis Kelsey didn't play, you're fine. Right. So they already have some things sorted out. Don't put someone in a bad situation, especially at a key position where get him a little healthier. Like I just, that stuff just, yeah yeah you know, he's That's not a, he's not a fringe player, you know? That's
0: what we, yeah. Well draft Dr. Phil was on last week and we were talking about that. I'm like, I took it as a positive sign. Like what, what more do we need to see out of Jalen Johnson? Like I think that he's one of the, one of the benchmarks of this defense. And I think that, you know, with him, obviously with Kyler Gordon playing so well that this year, I think that they could obviously address the cornerback position again at the draft, and I don't think that it would be a shot at anybody. It's like, no, like in the NFL with the way people throw the football, do you not see the Lions just rolling out guys like Amon Ross St. Brown, DJ Sharks playing well, Jalen, uh, Jalen Williams, Jalen John, no, Jalen Williams, Jalen Williams, right? From- Jamal Williams, Jamal Williams, I'd get there. <laughs> what a no, Jameson, Jameson Williams, the wild okay, receiver. Like, Jamison James Williams. Williams. I yeah. was gonna, I was gonna get there, listen. I'm in a little bit of a fog. It's it's a it's it's here. a weird. This is a weird week uh, for a lot of people because a lot of people are off. You go into our office and there's like nobody around, and you're like, oh, but like we still have to be here all the time. By the way, I know that you've got to go. We've got to go. Sorry, no, like, gonna... I just heard Gordy. I was like, Gordy. <laughs> what did Gordy do? But um, but no. What do you think about the Lions, though? What do you think? So if they win this week, do we? Do they? Do they have a chance? Are they? Are they making the playoffs? Oh, here's, what, look, what's...
2: here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna tell you. Okay. The Lions win this week, then they lose to the Green Bay Packers, sending no. Aaron Rodgers to the damn playoffs. Stop it! No, that's what happens.
0: So the Packers are going to win this week too. Oh my God, it's happening! I I will say this though. I I am am I wrong? That's no disrespect to you, no disrespect to the Lions or the Vikings fans. Uh, that's the scenario that I want. You know why? Because I want Aaron Rodgers. Because if they're the if they're the the seventh seed. Uh, you know who's going to be likely the number the number two seed? Oh, the, the San Niners. Francisco 49ers. You do, be careful what you wish for. It is going to be, and you know what? This is going to be the greatest thing. This is, I'll, I'll already predict what's going to happen in the playoffs. So we're going to have a week of, <laughs> of people on the NFL network and all around the globe, be like, oh, Aaron Rodgers, puncher's chance. You don't want to let this team in the tournament. I'm like, no, this is the team you want to let in the tournament. This is exactly what the 49ers wanted. They might have had a problem with somebody like the Lions. No, no, no. Aaron Rodgers, they've got him. They'll beat him by 40. <laughs> and then what will happen is that somehow the Buccaneers will get in. They'll be like 7 and 10. They'll upset the Cowboys. Yep. And then they'll the go to San Francisco. They'll go to San Francisco. And people are like, oh, the Tom Brady. Like, oh, going back home. Playing his hometown team, like, I know what happened. And, like, and I'll be on the air again being like, do we not happen a month ago? This team was undressed. I told you. Uh, they, they switched. They switched the game. Oh, but Tom Brady in the play. I'll be like, I cannot believe I'm having this conversation. Because it happened It happened a couple of years ago when the Packers were in the NFC Championship game against the 49ers. And I'm like, why is everybody thinking this is a big thing? Hold like, on. they're going to, what's going on? Hold Let's on one Gordy- second. Okay, Gordy's out there running around. But uh, and we'll start winding this down. By the way, um, I know we've we've been slacking on Fantasy Island. Uh, we'll fix that. Listen, we're just having great conversations with people, talking about the great Chicago Bears and about the sports, and getting a little bit of insight about you know the trouble that Cynthia and I get into when we were uh, when we're on set. Hopefully, Sammy's not been offended by these stories. I have not, you know, been able been in communication with him, but I haven't. I will tell you this though. Uh, what <laughs> happened? Oh, Gordy. Gordy's fine. Bring him on. Like he's fine. <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> Gordy, this is, this is, this is where the magic happens. See, if you stick around, by the way, I will remind everybody, we've been hanging out at Rip Beer Company, the PCH location all season long. We have made that the Orange County headquarters for Bears fans. Now this week, of course, being on New Year's Day, uh, I'm not going to be in town. So I will be out of town, but we are planning a big blowout celebration RIP Beer Company on January 8th. uh, Our game against the Minnesota Vikings, of course, a 10 p.m. Pacific kickoff. If you can make your way down to RIP Beer Company in Huntington Beach for one last time. We've done a nice job. Like, we've got our regulars, guys like Sean and Clayton and Matt. And uh, who else? Garrett's come in and his boy Bear. uh, Gavin, excuse me. Gavin as well. Gavin and his boy Bear. Garrett is somebody else. Gary. We've had a lot of regulars come in, and we've loved seeing them. Jeff and Henley. Like, we've had a lot of regulars, but we've also had a lot of people who stop in. Like, if you're going through, like, we had an amazing, like, Ill Wills come down for a game. Uh, We had Sam from Redlands come down for a game. Like, we've had people coming, like, stopping through town. So, it's been a real fun experience, and I thank everybody who's done that. So, that'll be Rip Beer Company, January 8th, I will remind you. Uh, We'll post it, so if you can make it out if you're in the Southern California area and want to come down. And uh, how is Gordy, though? What is happening?
2: We had (laughs) he um the vacuum cleaner scared him.
0: Oh, poor Gordy. I
2: know. Like I
0: I was worried for you. I would you know what I will tell you on Thursday morning. I'm here in the house by myself.
2: Mm -hmm. I
0: was doing my hit for GMFB Mm -hmm. and I could have sworn it sounded like somebody was in the house. Because usually I can hear the kids jump off the bunk bed. Mm -hmm. And it it sounded like that. And is it weird that my thought was like, if somebody is in this house to murder me, please Mm -hmm. do it when I'm on air. Because then that would at least that would make it worth it, you know, because if it's it's on air, like they'll have to address it. Because if it was off air, it would be like Andrew Siciliano reading a 30 second bump at the end of NFL. Oh, by the way, some 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 news (laughs) after GMFB this morning. uh, You know what I'm saying? Like then it would have to be a thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know.
1: why He
2: looks so scared right now.
0: (laughs) Gordy, you're fine, buddy. Nobody's Oh, you're safe. You are safe. And uh, I think that the Chicago Bears are safe in the hands of Ryan Poles. And I think the Lions are in good shape, too. I I don't say that because you're here. Uh, I've been telling everybody, I'm like, the two teams that I would look at uh, moving forward are going to be the Bears and they're going to be the Lions. Because the Lions are so good in the trenches. But I go, we got the advantage. We got the advantage. Yeah, listen, you guys drafted Penny Sewell, and uh, I appreciate that. You could have had Justin Fields yourself. But thank Mm -hmm. you for leaving him for us. Uh, any words of wisdom as we was as we log off here?
2: You know, I think when I, if I'm a Chicago Bears fan, which by the way, I love the Bears too. It's not good to be to be both. There's only a few teams I don't like, but neither of them are the Bears or the Lions.
0: That's for another so, show in the offseason.
2: For another show for on a on a different time. But look, like things are good. I understand at the end of the season, you'd like to see more wins, but this time next season, gonna be a completely different story. You're gonna be insufferable. And, you know, huh. we'll, we'll all just have to deal.
0: Yep. I'm already insufferable, but thank no, you so much. It. Thank you so much for being here. It is always a delight. I hope everybody. Sorry that Gordy this freaked show. Out. No, no, no. Gordy's the best there. There's where you can follow Cynthia Freeland. Make sure you're doing it online. Uh, on, I don't know where else it would be. Uh, Twitter. Listen to me. It's on the line. It's on the line. Um, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. But thank you so much for being here. We'll see her Friday night on game day view. And of course, Sunday mornings.
2: And, and we're gay. on total access tonight. Oh, Friday. we're
0: on total access. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. It's a whole, it's all rank and Cynthia on Fridays right. on the NFL network. We've got uh do you do an NFL now hit? Because we should do that. I we should love make sure now, but
2: I don't.
0: I know it's it's weird, but uh, I catch, us now all, now. catch us all catch us all weekend, of course. The big show on Sunday, game day. Oh, Cynthia Freeland will be there giving out the fantasy advice and all that stuff. So yeah. thank you so much for Thanks everything. For I will uh I'll see you in the makeup room in a few minutes. And uh, so anyway, Sammy, why don't you go ahead and play us out as we bear down.
1: And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Adam Rank on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Brought to you by Underdog Fantasy and Air Pura.